Welcome to the Supremely Intercontinental Podcast, a podcast about fake little hockey guys. I'm your host, Ian Constable, GM of the Banff Rockies. Welcome everybody, glad you could make it. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about the recent free agency with Gary Graves, GM of the Boston Colonials. So let's get started right away with Gary Graves in overtime. In overtime! The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. So welcome back to Overtime, Gary Graves, GM of the Boston Colonials. Gary, how are you? I'm doing great, Ian. Uh, good evening. It's a beautiful Sunday night here, and we're going to chat free agency, I guess, eh? Absolutely. And free agency was wild again this year. Uh, lots and lots of spending around the league. But I was really surprised at how many teams did not go after an impact player. Uh, I knew there would be maybe two or three, but it seemed, but it ended up being a couple more than that. Um, did you, did you notice the same thing or, or were, did you think, Oh boy, everybody just was throwing everything, everything in the kitchen sink at free agency this year. I didn't think it was as crazy this year, but then again, like I say, I kind of went after a few players during a couple of the rounds there, but I didn't think that spending was as nuts. Again, I don't know what the, the final totals were, but I found like if you wanted a guy that was kind of a bottom six guy, you had to pay around four and a half to $5 million. Um, mm-hmm. There was some insane contracts, of course, and as they always are. But I think I just think the free agent class this year was just a little bit weaker maybe or, or, or there were less players to, to bid on, but um, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I think Michael Orm uh, had, uh, had the top bid at $36 million. There was no... 50 million jobs this uh, this time so um <laughs> yeah let's talk <laughs> <laughs> no two carasks no two, uh, but you know what no. the goaltending this is a big question going in what were people going to spend on that goaltending because there wasn't much out there but at the same time people needed there's uh, definitely a couple teams that needed something they seemed to get what they needed for a reasonable if you can call it that a reasonable price uh, for what was there for the goaltending this year. I, I agree. And and again, like it was, I think there was a couple 73 rated goalies and, and I don't think the, uh, we'll get into the amounts as we go through it, but I don't think they were insane. Um, no. Frank Hoos was a guy I was interested in having him on my team uh, prior to his season ending or see, or there was a, a, like an injury he had for the whole season, which mean, which meant I lost him because of his age, but uh, I tried to get him back and I thought uh, I put in a bit, I think around, seven five and he went a million or a couple million dollars higher than that which i wasn't willing to 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 drop but i i think that's not a bad pickup and like i say there's a couple he but he had a 66 rating right so yeah 66 or 68 but yes absolutely he um yeah he he went i thought he was actually extremely reasonable the the price that he went for uh i think because uh, they got him on a two-year deal i think if i'm not mistaken and yeah. so next year uh, is really when I think he will have a nice uh, a nice value for sure. 
Yeah, uh, I think he'll rebound, but Brian Elliott, I think, was the craziest one by Matt. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Mustangs there, $17 million, But, yeah, let's talk teams, and, sure. and we'll get into those players for sure. Well, I just kind of was looking over the teams that did not uh, that did not, in my opinion, go after any uh, any players of extreme or not even extreme, but a big significance um, to rosters this year. Uh, and I'm just going to go over some of those teams with you, if you don't mind. Uh, uh, Acadia, which was expected, Acadia rarely goes into free agency in free agency and spends a bit. He actually um, he actually had a lot go on around restricted free agents this year, restricted free agency this year. We'll get into that in a little bit, but also Ottawa, uh, myself and Vamp, uh, Okanagan, uh, did not, did not seem to drop much into free agency this year. Whitehorse and the way, the way we hear Don talk on Twitter, I, that was, that should have been expected as well. Uh, <laughs> Philadelphia, Philadelphia did not go in go in hard in free agency this year. Uh, Hamburg and Havana. So that was a number of teams, uh, something like eight teams or so, uh, really didn't uh, go hard into free agency this year. Yeah, I think uh, I think the the free agent period can be a little insane. Um, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of times people are just looking for depth, um, mm-hmm. or, or like I say, that that impact player or impact, you know, or where you throw a couple bids in, expecting you're only get going to get one, but you end up with two guys uh, with high dollar contracts, right? So, um, like I say, I, I just thought that the free agent crop this year was a little bit weaker, and maybe that was the reason why teams didn't go in. But um, mm-hmm. I, I heard of one GM say that you know. He's not going to go in and drop fifteen million on a fourth line or forget free agency. Um, they're just going to keep rebuilding. Yeah, and you know what? Especially with uh, the new, not not really new rules, but adjusted rules for free agency next year. And and what you know, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, what we uh, what we see in free agency next year with spending longer term on a player um, having more impact than just what they're making per year uh so total amount of dollars having a little bit more value over the uh over just a straight amount uh of aav Uh, yeah i'm i'm looking forward to to the new uh process next year as well um yeah it should be interesting for sure um when i approached the free agency this time I looked at it from the perspective I need to get to the the salary floor, so <laughs> right. um, so I had to spend a little bit of money, but uh, I didn't want to go, you know, ten, fifteen, twenty million dollars. I, I don't think I'll ever do that, to be honest. Um, but again, I think next year it sounds like the rules will be that. Oh, okay, now I can throw it a four year deal at a, a reasonable amount versus here's fifty million dollars for one year or whatever, right? So, right. yeah, yeah, and I think a number of people have that uh, had that. A goal in mind to hit the floor there was a couple teams that were below and uh i think so we saw a couple teams uh throwing out money that wasn't maybe may not have been expected from some others uh, there um but uh i i agree completely that this year the group that was in free agency just was not what it had been in previous years so yeah. that definitely uh, uh i think adjusted things all right, let's just get right into it. Let's start looking at the teams and what they did this year in free agency. And we'll start in the Canadian Conference in the East, and we'll go alphabetically. So we'll start with the Acadia Grizzly Bears. And I always have to, I always have to uh, make sure I say that correctly. 
I don't want a slip of the tongue. I don't want uh, that. I don't want uh, some university coming after me and uh, <laughs> with a cease and desist order like they did for Acadia. But uh, let's look at the Acadia Grizzly Bears. Uh, they they didn't pick up anybody of uh, major significance. They did pick up Busey uh, as a goaltender uh, for the future, but uh, I was a little surprised they gave him a four-year deal uh, at one four nine nine one point four nine nine on a one-way deal. I was surprised they didn't go on a on a one-way deal for just one year like that. But maybe maybe they think he's going to re-rate quite high next year. I'm not sure. Anyways, well, as long he, uh, as he gets them in the minors, right? That's uh, like uh, off right off the bat. Like you can sign a player to a one-year deal or a, a one-way deal, right? Just, I think you're. I think you can throw him in the minors right away, but he's got to stay there, sort of thing. Right, but he's got to pay him for one one year for four years now. Yeah. Okay, anyway, yeah. uh, like on a one-way for four years. Yeah. That was a little surprising, but he did get his man. He got he got the the goal. I was going after him as well. I have to admit. Uh, didn't I? I lost out on that one for sure. Uh, but he actually lost a couple RFAs. He did. Uh, he did actually match them. Uh, and then he he great, wrote a great article. Uh, Guy, of course, we're talking about Guy Flaming, the GM of the Acadia Grizzly Bears, uh, wrote a great article explaining the whole process of how that happened. And so that was uh, Carson Susi and uh, is it Ross Col- Ross Colton or Colton Ross? I think it's. Uh, I think it's Colton Ross. <laughs> Colton Ross. I don't, <clears throat> I don't know which uh, name is first. But anyways, uh, so uh, both those players uh, moving on from his team. And he got some uh, picks and and some and a player, Jake Neighbors, at a prospect that he had been uh, that he had been really high on in the past. And he just, it sounds like he just missed out on him in the draft by one pick. Uh, so a good job by Guy in, in free agency. We never expect him to, to go hard into free agency on the UFAs. Uh, with his depth, he really doesn't need to, and he can keep that payroll down because of it. Uh, some great management, as usual, by Guy and the Acadia Grizzly Bears. What about your thoughts for Acadia this this free agency? Oh, agreed. Like I say, it's, it's he's one of those guys that he, he has a strong team anyway. Um, he, he, and and I think he's of the same mindset that you don't go in and throw out 15, 20, 30 million dollars on a player. It just seems insane. Uh, when I look at some some rosters where you have like your superstar making like nine million dollars, but yet you just sign three um, okay um, type pre agents where they're they're making twenty million dollars a year, kind of sounds uh, a little insane, but. Uh, again, we all want to win. Um, I, I think at some point you you just want to add pieces, no matter what way you get them. And and with free agency, you don't have to give up uh, any uh, picks or prospects, right? So that's right. But but and he I, manages it well. So absolutely, he sure does. And I can't say anything either way, as I've been on both sides of it. I have thrown humongous money at players in the past, um, a couple of years, two years ago, even last year as well. Uh, yeah. But in the, before that, I really didn't throw much at uh, at anybody before that. So, uh, and yeah, the uh, Guy, of course, doing a great job once again. Let's move on to the Fredericton Express. We have Mark McRae, of course, our commissioner. Um, why don't you lead us off for uh, for Fredericton? Yeah, I think um, Mark needed some depth. He picked up uh, Jaroslav Falak uh, as a as a goalie, um, sixty eight rated goalie. Um, which is not 
not not a terrible move at all. And then he added some depth in Riley Nash, Colton Sevier, and and Keith Yandel, right? So, um, and he also picked up uh, another one of those go- young goalies, Tommy uh, Napier, um, which I, I I found a lot of people did with the you know when you get these young goalies that are rated that are ECHL or uh, AHL goalies, let's you take a shot on them, right? Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm surprised actually Don doesn't go in and just bid on all the goalies, but uh, <laughs> given given that he loves them in free agency, we'll so <laughs> uh, or he may have. Um, yeah. I did. I didn't look. Th- I didn't go back and look through who made bids. Uh, all yeah. I know is Don didn't get anybody right. So, right. Um, but like I say, when you look at the Freddie Express, he has his goalie. Um, he doesn't need another goalie unless unless uh, Vasilevsky gets injured, but. Um, Having uh, Halak as his backup because that's that's really who his backup is going to be this year is is yep. a smart move. You got to yep. get somebody. So, uh, I mean, he has he has a a, a few other goalies that that, that kind of go after that. But you're looking at uh, 50 rated goalies, so um, smart move there and uh, and adding the depth pieces that that he needs just to to get through a season to cover injuries. Mm-hmm. Again, smart move. Like he has he has a solid roster. I mean from top to bottom, right? So it's really about adding those depth pieces, and that's that's who he got. In. And then you got a guy like Riley Nash, you can play center left and right um, on, a, on a one-way deal at, uh, you know, one one point four nine 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 nine, where you'll throw him in the minors unless you need him, right? So um, yeah. uh, who's got an 83DF, um, kind of that uh, fourth-line uh, guy that you want on your team. So, again, not, not a lot of moves, but just – smart moves and and i don't think he he didn't have to break the bank to get those guys so no Good I, on absolutely that, i thought um i thought that halak move was fantastic yeah i thought he got him on a on a fantastic deal uh and and the i thought if any one team had the biggest need of any team in the entire league it was it was fredericton for a backup goalie and he did it at a great price. I yeah, just I'm surprised. I'm surprised now at that year. price. So <laughs> 4.6 for one year. Um, Actually, it's it's 3.68. Well, that's after oh, the oh, yeah. oh, 3.68 after, the, yeah. after the after yeah. the signing bonus is taken off. Okay, yeah, yeah. no, that's yeah. Uh, that's a great uh, contract there. Yes. So, so Yaroslav Halak, there's his backup. Now he is still. Uh, he still needs something because you know at some point we know what the sim does to goalies in our league, and uh, you cannot ride with Halak <laughs> as your main guy for a while. Um, and we know that the Canadian Conference is quite tight. Will he pull something else off? I'm sure. Uh, we know that Mark is uh, is quite adept uh, at managing his team, and so he will do what is necessary for his team, but. Uh, Great deal there, and like you said, he he just filled filled holes uh, and did not spend much to do it. Uh, let's look at Yandel. Yeah, Yandel. He's he can be moved. He could be brought up whenever he needs to, yeah. um, if if he needs to. And and yeah, so great job by Mark. All right, yeah. let's move on to Hamilton. Uh, Hamilton. Wow. So so <laughs> the Hamilton Steelhawks. That's uh, Chris Fatiki. Uh, he got Patrick Kane. We was wondering beforehand who is going to pony up to get uh, Patrick Kane, not Patrick Kane. Evander he got Kane. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he got Evander Kane. Uh, he spent 35 million to do it. 
I don't know if that's uh, I don't know if that's going too too much. I don't I, I it's almost reasonable. Uh, I know I know after what we've just been saying that that's that's cr uh, crazy money, but uh, with what Evander Kane can do, and then at the age he is, uh, and the rebate he could get. Um, well, he's out for franchise him. Isn't he out now for uh... for a while? He's out for four <laughs> months, I believe. But he had something like twelve points in thirteen games already. I don't yeah. know if that hurts him terribly in it. In that, I think his uh, I think say, the rebates right? on his passing and his scoring aren't going to get hit super hard. His endurance and his durability will be horrible, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I th I think the the way that I've noticed the uh, rebates go. Uh, it won't that won't kill him. Now the the thing that does hurt Evander Kane a lot is his discipline. Yeah. Uh, he has a sixty. Where is he? Uh, sixty-two, I think, discipline rating. So he's in the penalty box a lot, and I don't think that uh, that Chris is too worried about uh, Evander Kane being in the penalty box a lot this year. If he's well... in the penalty box from the next two years then then i think he's worrying about it so if his discipline actually in, increases because of like a lower maybe penalty minutes per games played i don't know what he's at this year um i don't know how many 10 minute misconducts or anything else that like that that he's got his discipline might be might be higher next year this could be <laughs> just a massive um franchise player for him for two years I kind of think he's looking to move the guy, though. If, okay. If, 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 but that's just a guess. Um, yeah. I, what? I, I, Hamilton I, <laughs> moving a player? <laughs> I would I would venture a guess that he's going to try to shop him quickly. Um, but I could be wrong. I could, like, okay. I could be totally wrong. Um, you know, uh, he, the guy's got some good ratings there to, to as a potential move for sure. Uh, what's he going to add to to Chris's team right now? Nothing. Um, I know Chris wants to to lose, or one would think that he's going to try to get a uh, a good pick next year. But um, but yeah, who who knows what he no who knows what he'll do with him? But yeah, I think either way, you got a franchise player. Um, and and he's played enough games to to get re-rated. So, uh, but you're yeah. right. The biggest hits will be your your endurance and and uh, durability, right? So. Yeah, um, and it does sound like he'll be back again with about a month to go in the season. So we'll, there will be that added to it as well. Yeah. Now, coming back from that kind of an injury uh, for a scorer, because that's what he, like Evander Kane <clears throat> is a power forward and he scores goals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that was just an absolutely horrific injury. Uh, I hope for his sake that he's able to, you know, to to play like he was before. I just don't know. I just remember, I remember Kirby Doc on, on his wrist injury, uh, different injuries, but both, both with the wrist and for, for power forwards, um, it affected Kirby Doc for at least a year and a half afterwards. Um, so will that affect him as he comes back? Will that lower stuff? Who knows? But, um, that he's not the only player that Hamilton picked up. Hamilton may have, and then not talking Evander Kane here, Hamilton may have gotten, the best deal based on what he can get out of him for a re-rate in Thomas Tatar. Two years at $4 million per year. Thomas Tatar is playing really well in that other league right now. It, two years at $4 million a year. Next year might be a really good deal. 
Yeah, no, I mean, like I say, he had to, to fill fill a bit of his roster uh, to, to have a, a fully functional roster. He's done that with all the players he signed. Um, he and and he's hit, and I think that the Evander Kane uh, salary obviously helps him get to the to the floor, right. which he which he now is, and, and a little bit over. Um, and and he also filled it with a couple of players like Broussard and Spezza, right? So yep. again, does he keep Tatar, Spezza, Broussard, or is he, does he try to move? Does he move? Who, who knows? Who knows? Um, but Tatar isn't isn't huge for this year. I mean, his, his ratings aren't aren't going to help anyone do anything for this year. Um, my thoughts for Tatar is for next year, right? Yeah. How does he re-rate? It's really early in the season. Who knows how the rest of the season goes? But right now, he's looking pretty good. Uh, yeah. He he filled a lot of holes this uh, this off season with uh, free agency, but with with uh, with Hamilton, we don't know who's going to be on that team tomorrow, right? I mean, it's, the 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 whole roster could be turned upside down by tomorrow. We don't know, but well, uh, he, before free agency, I think he had like twenty nine rated players. Now he has fifty, so at least yeah. he's got a bit of a firm team and a, and a pro team now, which is good. Yeah. So. <laughs> he did some business. He he went to work. That's for sure. Let's yeah. move on to Montreal. What did you think of Montreal and what what they did in free agency this year? Uh, let me look at my notes for so Montreal. the Montreal Millionaires. Of course, uh, Kazim Kazim Hussein. Uh, I think he. I think the biggest piece that that he added was obviously Josh Bailey um, with a seventy two rating. Um, that was uh, to me. That was the one. A key move that he made and, and picking up Luke Glendening as a, as a depth piece as well. But uh, I don't know, uh, again, I'm just going to flip over to his roster. I don't know if he really needed a whole lot. So um, I think definitely adding Bailey was a huge, um, a huge piece for him. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he has a, he has a pretty deep team. So uh, I think actually Josh Bailey probably gives them a guy that's more of a top nine guy. Um uh, yeah, he's got a he's got a solid team. So he obviously he didn't have to make a big splash. Um, looking at his roster, even at goal, he's pretty set with J- Jacob Mar- oh, yeah. Markstrom and and Philip Grubauer as his backup. And uh, and and I suppose at the end of the day, Philip Gustafson probably gives him a little bit more of a of a cushion. But uh, he didn't really need to go out and get a lot of pieces here. And and I think just getting Bailey, which I think it's a bit of an overpay, but but he, at the end of the day, sometimes you got to do that, right? So to get a guy, and I, and I thought he didn't pay. I thought he paid very low for Bailey in comparison. And this is oh, yeah. this is saying in comparison with other free uh, UFAs uh, yeah. that were signed this year. But Bailey was one of the better deals. I thought uh, at nine point eight for one year. Uh, just looking at some some key stats for a for a forward uh 80 passing 71 scoring 73 defense uh and then of course he's very good uh experience and leadership which uh which could help in the playoffs so well to uh, me that 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 guy could be a top six on a lot of teams in, in this be, league right? but yeah. but like that gives them a, a, a like a really really solid uh either you know middle six top top nine guy um mm-hmm. uh, that could probably even ride up to the to the top six if if he had injuries or whatever right so and plays yeah, both cool. wings so yeah, yeah, he's yeah. It's uh, a good, 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 de- good piece for him. So good depth piece for sure for for a really strong team, Montreal Montreal Millionaires team. All right, let's move on to the Nova Scotia Nova Scotia Schooners and our three time defending uh, Cup champions, uh, Eric. Eric picked up 
Shen, Luke Shen. Of course, there are two Shens. Braden Shen is, um, I believe he's in Regina, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but Luke Shen uh, picked him up at a, for a one-year deal at $11.6 million. Um, he also dipped his toe into restricted free agency. This year, there were a number of players that had bids on them in restricted free agency. And this one, he, uh, he grabbed Lawson Krauss from the St. Louis Spartans, I believe, uh, on, with a four-year, $4.5 million deal. He had to give up a first, uh, I believe it's in 24, his first in 24, and his second in, I don't know, I think it might be in 2025 uh, as compensation. So he picked up Lawson Krauss for four years and at 4.5. And Luke Shen at 11.6. Now, Luke Shen is having a great year, but he only signed him to a one-year deal. So Luke Shen is, is you know, okay at that 11.6 this year. Would have been great next year if he continues how he's playing right now. But uh, but he only got him one year. What did, what were your thoughts with Nova Scotia? Yeah, like I say, he 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 has a he has a plan. Um, I don't. I I I think he's okay with a one and done scenario with Shen. Um, you know, he, he has a number of UFAs uh, coming up in twenty three, twenty four. Um, uh, it's. I think he's he's at the stage now where he's looking for Cup four, and then I think you're looking at probably more of a retool uh, going forward. Um, ultimately, he wants four in a row, right? I mean. I'm surprised he, and I, I don't think he could actually go uh, in terms of you know dipping into a whole lot, a lot of free agent. I don't know know what his cash situation was beforehand, but um, he's at 8.4 now million dollars. Yeah, but right now. He, he, he probably could have, he probably could have spent more. But I think, yeah. given that his finances right now, or or what's his, uh, yeah, he's got he's at 150. Seven uh, million dollars. That's only on the pro payroll. He's his farm payroll is over twelve million. I know. So he's he's <laughs> not going to make money this year. Um, I think, like I say, it's it's an really? all it's an all in for him uh, just to some degree. And yep. you, you know, I guess if he goes on a deep playoff run, of course he's going to make money. But um, and and yeah, now no, no. with the new I, rules I, next I year around, you know, and with the new rules next year around, if you if you're you're running a, a debt. Um, uh, that 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 could uh, that could handcuff him a bit too, but I I think he has a plan and and ultimately it's to win four in a row, um mm-hmm. and and how he gets there like th- that's just a smart move too getting Kraus um you know yeah. it's a it's a good player and and what's he really giving up um you know probably a, a late first um because even even if he he loses a lot of players over the next couple of years he's still going to be in okay shape so I think so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I'd never count Eric out uh, in the future for any year, but I agree completely. I think this is a complete, this is a last throw everything at it because I'm counting here. I counted something like 14 UFAs at the end of the year. (laughs) He's losing (laughs) a lot of players. And and... next year's free agency is as... uh... (laughs) As Jeff pointed out in the last uh, podcast... (laughs) Next year's free agency is going to be sponsored by the Nova Scotia Schooners because you're going to have a lot of guys that are coming out to uh, free agency UFA uh, from Nova Scotia. So uh, awesome. He's, he's going for it. And it looks, it looks like an incredible team once again. 
um, whether it's them or Havana or whoever, but he again, he's the team to beat, right? Three-time yeah. defending cup champ. Um, everybody's going to be gunning for him. Uh, but I saw uh, some nice moves, um, grabbing Kraus for a long time and, uh, and Shen to just bolster an already extremely, extremely deep team. Yeah, hey, we I'm... moved on to, we move on to Ottawa next. Uh, do you want to talk about Ottawa? Do you want to start with Ottawa? So, so from what I understand, um, this is, uh, through a little birdie is that <laughs> Pat, didn't want to touch free agency. Um, yeah. I think I think he's on a rebuild. Um, mm-hmm. uh, why spend money when you you don't need to? Um, yeah. That's that's the bottom line for Pat, and and good on him because uh, I think you got to know where you're at in in your in terms of your your franchise, whether you're a contender, a pretender, or or whatever, or a rebuilder. Um, throwing money at players at, at this point is probably not, not a wise idea. And I think that's, that's really the bottom line. He just wanted to stay away from free agency and, and it makes sense. So. Yep. Pat Booth, GM of the Ottawa slammers. I almost said a, another S name for Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa slammers. Pat Booth is a very smart GM and has two. He has two high, high, high end UFAs at the end of this year. So he yeah. has his choice of two guys right now on who he wants to FP, right? So why, like you said it, if, if he's not going for it, then why spend? And yeah. uh, he doesn't, he didn't need any of that. The last year of that, um, give a ton to somebody to franchise him for the next year. He didn't have to. So great. He can save a bit of money this year. He can retool and uh, next year, he can go into it if he wants. Um, yeah, great move by Pat. Um, I wonder, does he keep Carlson? Uh, Carlson's having a phenomenal start. Um, not wow. that, uh, not that Brad, wow. Brad Marchand well, is, the other is, one is any... Brad Marchand. I mean, who do you, who do <laughs> I you think keep he, those two guys, right? If you're rebuilding, you trade one, <laughs> but you do, you, but you're, we'll you're totally correct. <laughs> and and he's going to have some suitors for those two, for either of those players. Or trade um, both I mean, and get can a Can you imagine? I know that there's <laughs> a um, a Boston of that other league fan in our league. And could yeah. you imagine how bad that that GM might want a Brad Marchand? You could get a haul for both players, even even at, at UFAs for yeah. from the FP perspective. Um, I think Pat's in a good good position, but like I say, free agency wasn't going to be uh, an option yeah. for him. So not in his cards this year. Great move, Pat. Great move. Uh, all right, let's move to the uh, to the west of the Canadian Conference. We'll start. Uh, we'll start with Banff, the Banff Rockies. Um, and I'll go first for for what Banff did. I did nothing. I, I, I did not. I was disappointed. <laughs> I did not sign any one player to a to a one way deal. Uh, every single one of my players got a two way deal that I that I signed. I think I only signed like five or six. Uh, I'm not I'm not can't even remember off the top of my head. Something really small number. Um, I did get the real deal, James Neal. Um, I was like, uh, why why James Neal? But again, yeah, just that, eight. That, he's that, on that, his eight hundred thousand two way contract. <laughs> he's playing in the minors this year for me, and will fill out my my the GHA champion Avalanche Jasper Avalanche, the GHA champions from last year, 
just needed a little bit of depth there on the fourth line and uh, the real deal will be down there. Um, I don't see him ever getting called up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I did nothing. I really didn't. Now, normally what I try to do is is to go through some of the younger players to kind of see, okay, where are they at? Like throwing up good stats. Do you, do you, you know, do you make a bid on somebody and, and maybe who knows three or four years down the road, he's on your roster. I'm like, who in the heck is Alexei Melnichuk? And I go and look, okay, he's a guy in the KHL with a 2.5 uh, goals against average in eight games with a 9.22 save percentage. Okay. Ian's just going out and grabbing some, a couple of goalies that who knows that could re-rates uh, next yeah. year and give give them some or or in the future in the case of Melnichuk because he's in the KHL but right uh, that's never dumb moves like th- those are always smart moves in my book like pick up some young guys dart. And... <laughs> with a dart and just throwing with a with a blindfold on uh, so we'll Don see. right so Don you could have had two goalies if you had a bid on him in <laughs> Melnichuk and Plan. Uh, yeah, and there's a whole true. bunch of other goalies here that people picked up in the same manner. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to the Calgary Mustangs, and of course, Matt. Uh, Matt signed a number of players. Why don't you uh, get started with Matt here in the Mustangs? Well, I think he picked up a lot of guys that could fill out a roster mm-hmm. <laughs> and make and make him a a playoff or or try to to be a playoff uh, team. Um, Starting, I think his I think his first signing, if I'm not mistaken, was Brian Elliott. I could be wrong in one of the earlier rounds. Yep. But uh, seventeen million. Again, I don't know what the nearest bid to that was, or if that was a straight out and out win. But that's a lot of money for Brian Elliott. But again, you got a 73 rated goalie, highest rated, um, one of the highest rated goalies in free agency. There wasn't, like I say, a ton to, to pick from, and you just throw out cash, right, to to see what you get and he got Brian Elliott. Um, now I'm going to flip over to his roster real quick. Cause I just want to take a look at the big picture here. Um, I'm going off of my handy dandy spreadsheet that I created. Um, now obviously he doesn't have a whole lot left in his current funds. So he went crazy and signed a bunch of players and I'm going to go through those in a second. Now he has a pro payroll of, uh, 139 million. Um, <laughs> he does have a big payroll now, that's for sure. But, but again, like he added assets in yes, terms of um, Zach Parise. Yeah, he Zach Parise. He used free agency to make himself a <laughs> contender for sure. Uh, yeah. There were just while you're looking that up, there were five teams that were in the in the uh, bidding for Brian Elliott. Uh, 12 million was the leading bid after round one. Uh, the yes. Tigers, Buckaroos, Monarchs, Schooners, and Mustangs were all in the bidding for Brian Elliott. So the he, Schooners were in there. So the Schooners, with their five goalies that are rated seven year higher, or whatever, <laughs> or whatever that number is, thought they needed another one just in case, you know. Um, Bugger, just, eh? So, anyways, <laughs> um, but yes. Yeah, so, but it, I mean, they bumped up. He bumped up to seventeen on that one. But there were a lot of teams that were interested in Brian Elliott. At well, who at knows what. Place. Who knows what the bump up would have been, other than like if he hadn't have made that seventeen million, right? So yeah, right. Who knows what the next it. one was? But we know that uh, twelve million was in there for sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So yeah, he he picked up a bunch of forwards in 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 Tyler Johnson, Zach Parise, uh, Tyler Ennis, Andrew Cogliano. Again, you're throwing out you know f- uh, five six million dollars or whatever mm-hmm. to to try to land some 
some depth pieces. I think really he really threw the money out on um, on defense with Alec Martinez and uh, and Jake Muzzin and Mark Giordano. Um, Giordano at twenty five million. Like, oh my goodness! For like, two years, not just 20, uh, not just twenty five point five million, but well. twenty five point five for two years. So he's <laughs> he's sending fifty million in total. Uh, Gio's yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. um, I don't know how Gio's playing this year in the other league, but uh, mm-hmm. that's a pretty big contract. And at 38 years of age, I did. I looked at stats real quick, and again, I don't know what number you know the minute the minutes kind of minutes he's playing, but right. I don't think he'll have a the same rating next year. So, um, but but again, that kind of fill that's that kind of gives him his top D, and he has some uh, you know he had some uh, bottom uh, of, of the of the. Bottom D there, D pairings and Jake Muzzin and Alec Martinez, right? So, um, yeah. but uh, I think given the, the signings that he made, he can very well be a uh, contender. Again, Brian Elliott as your number one is not not ideal, but but again, I think as long as you've got a 70-plus rated goalie, who knows when you surround him with players, right? So, yeah. um is his backup uh, along with... Uh, you know, Kevin Lankin and so he's got uh, he's got some uh, some depth there but um, Brian Elliott will be uh, running gun uh, uh, playoffs or bust <laughs> yeah, there it is yeah you know and, and we looked at the we look at the numbers that a 73 and a 74 goalie got last year so um, so we had two 73s this year last year we had a 73 and a 74 those were the two top goalies um, and they got some like I think thirty million for Grice and forty million or something for Markstrom last year, I believe. Mm. So seventeen this year for Elliot <clears throat> doesn't sound terrible. Now Markstrom, you had to be thinking Markstrom was gonna uh, was going to rebound and be able to get a great FP. Of he was, he did. Which, which uh, he of did. course he was a Vesna <laughs> candidate in the other league last year. Yeah. Um, but I mean, who? But. He's not doing it this year. So you never really know, right? Uh, Elliot, if, if I'm not mistaken, he's a backup on a really good team in uh, in South Florida or in Florida in that other league. So that could, that can always help. with. A I looked at the to, numbers. They're not yeah. that impressive. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, okay. Over the course of a season, somebody can get hurt. He goes on a run. Yeah. Who knows, right? Yeah, Al, absolutely. Remember, right. remember that Al uh, Hammond guy from the years <laughs> You never league. know what they can do. You don't know, right? So, um, but again, he's got a number one goalie, which which it's hard to get. Like, and who knows? Maybe he'll still go out and, and get get another goalie by trade. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, and I mean, he put himself in the conversation for the playoffs. In the, I mean, because he has he has some in, incredibly talented players uh, yep. on that roster already, with like guys like Kadri and and so many more. Uh, so. He just needed to uh, to fit in some some sp- spots, some key spots. The biggest key being goaltending, um, and he went out and got Elliot, and that was that's what he needed to do if he wanted to contend in the in the Canadian uh, conference. So good on good on Matt in the Calgary Mustangs. All right, let's 100%. move on to Edmonton. Um, Edmonton, the Edmonton SuperSonics, of course, our our co commissioner. Um, Mike Franciscini, and he picked up a guy that I thought was a really good deal in Derek Grant. Derek Grant has some very underrated ratings, in my opinion. Uh, so one-year deal at $5 million 
for uh, Grant. What, what a Derek Grant, right? Um, yep. So yeah, uh, I thought that that was actually quite quite a good deal. Did you notice anything else there for uh, for Edmonton? No, I I think I I really kind of zoned in on Grant and looked mm-hmm. at his actually his numbers and and I think he really f- fills a role for for the Sonics with an eighty four mm-hmm. DF. Uh, with with a, with a still a pretty decent um, scoring uh, with a seventy two right rate, rating so yeah. um, I think the DF of eighty four gives him a good checking uh, and 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 not only not only that he he plays center left and right and and right right, exactly. right. so that's that's the perfect depth guy and and and, and go, going going right based on on that kind of a player seemed to be around five million so that's bang on I think uh, for a signing so. Yeah, I thought going into free agency, I had uh, I had Grant. Um, he was one of the guys that I I liked for a, a depth role. Um, yeah. I thought he was the best of that role, in my opinion. He had, like with that seventy two scoring to go along with that eighty four defense. Uh, there was a number of guys that had that eighty, you know, the defense in the eighties that yep. uh, you can throw on that fourth line and stuff. But I mean, he can actually go up to a third line. Um, yep. and, and that $5 million, great. If you can have a, a, a guy fit into your third line uh, into a middle six role and play on the penalty kill for you, uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, and I think once you take the signing bonuses out of these contracts too, like it, it ended up being $4 million. So yeah. uh, again, that's a, that's a fantastic contract. Well, and, and, and it's one of those things where uh, I don't know what his, his FP situation is next year, and I doubt he'd FP him anyway, but... Yeah. Um, but but there, in a lot of in a lot of cases, these teams sign one and done players, and 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 that's the reason they they go and get them right for that depth, uh, for exactly. a, for a, for a good playoff run, and and then once you get in the playoffs, like a long playoff run, right? So uh, a guy that's versatile played played multiple positions. So I like that I like that move. Yeah, I do too. Okay, uh, that was quick. <laughs> there wasn't there wasn't a lot that the Sonics did this one. Uh, but that like that one was one that uh, stuck out at me for sure. Let's move yeah. on to Okanagan. Did you notice anything? Did you notice uh, the, the our newest expansion team, uh, the Sun Devils? Uh, you notice anything from them in free agency this year? Um, they signed a lot of players. <laughs> they did sign a lot of players. Um, but I have nobody on my list here. I uh, well, there's a couple of players I highlighted, and then there's okay. a couple of players I, I kind of they were a little bit of head scratch, uh, kind of head scratchers for me in terms of um, RFAs, where he went after Alexander Fortan and Jack uh, Akan, mm-hmm. uh, where he ends up I think having to give those specific teams third round picks if I'm not mistaken, Ooh. based on. Okay. Um, and I, I, I said, well, okay, do I not, there's something I don't know about these guys. And, and I'm, I guess I'm kind of wondering what, why, why give up the third rounders for those guys. But again, he, you know, maybe he's got uh, his reasons or, or maybe he knows a little bit about those players that I don't know. So, um, I thought one good, one decent move uh, on his part was, um, Arvid, uh, Soderblom, uh, goalie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I took a look at his numbers, um, I pumped them in and I said, okay, well, yeah, like now that, that kind of makes sense why he went after, um, after him. So, uh, where are those numbers I had? I can find it here without, uh, holding it up, but I know he's playing in the NHL, the Blackhawks. 
Uh, he's played um, five games to, to point nine thirty one save percentage in yeah. the NHL. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, in the other league. That's yeah. my there. There you go. Like uh, yeah. I'm so blown away. I uh, and I, I didn't and use I, the proper terminology. And I think uh, just just even looking at his twenty one twenty two. Uh, uh, ice hog season there it wasn't too bad either so so maybe that was um maybe that was just obviously well again you pay six million dollars but guy's 23 years old so yeah, who Brother knows <laughs> that so i thought Brother yeah so i thought that was a pretty uh a, a pretty good pickup on on his part um you know what's crazy is the goalie of the two brothers the goalie is the shorter one. Oh yeah by, what's, by five what's inches his, what's his height he's six three Okay. So he's, he's 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 what what five inches shorter? Isn't it? Uh, isn't the brother? Isn't Elmer like six eight or something? He's tall, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, no. Good. Wow. And well, even and be... even with uh, Steve's, um, I kind of highlighted him as well. And 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 I don't know if he's a, a Toronto fan or not, but um, uh, on the Marlies, he's got fourteen points in twelve games. So. Um, Again, maybe that's another swing on Alex Steves because uh, holy cow, who pays four point two million dollars on a on a sixty one rated player, right? So yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, doing a bit of research, or or, or you know some of the players in your systems uh, of your favorite uh, other league teams. Who knows, right? So, but um, well, I, yeah. a huge miss for me on uh, Soderblom there for uh, for uh, yeah because yeah. Uh, wow. Now it's early. It's only five games. Uh, yeah. that can change a lot. This is Chicago, but he's playing <clears throat> in that other league. So, yeah. uh, good, good on him. That's, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. well done, uh, to now I'm dro- Ryan <laughs> to Ryan Burrow for the, uh, for the, uh, Okanagan Sun Devils. All right, let's move on to Regina and Regina had one of the best signings I thought in this whole thing. Um, Nyquist, I really like Nyquist's number of uh, ratings, uh, and he got him for two years at ten million dollars a year. Um, he also picked up Blashik, and we know that like Blashik's on the on the decline. Uh, one year one year deal at nine million. That that wasn't uh, I didn't have that one circled. But uh, Danny DeKaiser, another nice deal, a one year at seven million. So uh, DeKaiser actually has some uh, pretty decent. Uh, pretty decent passing ratings. I think they're in like a 68 for the defenseman, and his defense isn't terrible. It's in the 70s, I think. So uh, a nice little deal there for him. Couple good deals for Regina in Nyquist and DeKaiser. Yeah, no, I think he filled in his team. Um, you know, just a, a just, a, a, I think just more of a uh, let's see if we can make the playoffs type this type deal, right? Because he's got Cam Talbot. Um, and carry mm-hmm. prices as goalies. Um, and and, and again, a lot, a lot, yeah, it's a lot of these. <laughs> oh no, for sure. And I, think a, scoring. <laughs> I think a lot of these these signings were to basically strengthen his team. And and like you say, yeah. Nyquist and and a few others, right? Um, that's kind of what I highlighted. And obviously, he went out and I think it was twenty players that he uh, he ended up signing. And Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's very active in free agency, and and he probably had uh, you know a number of bids out on other players. So um, good on him for that. Um, you know, I, I maybe you know DeKaiser's a little bit of a stretch at at seven million, but um, but again, I think some of these players are one and dones because you're not obviously can't keep everybody right next year. So and mm-hmm. a lot of these are one one year deals. But uh, again, 
it, it, it's, I think it's just a matter of like, like, how do you, how do you fill out your roster? Right. And, and I think he did that. So. Yeah. And I mean, and his, uh, if I'm not mistaken, his payroll is still quite good, like still quite low, uh, not quite low, but, I mean, but by uh, standards on what most teams earn oh, in yeah. a year, uh, yeah. I think he's in the seventies or something. So 86, very, 86, very 86 million, which I, yeah, I, I did look at that and that was reasonable. Yeah. He's got like 38 million and or close to 39 million in current funds. So he's in great shape. Um, Jeff and again, King, all right. Yeah, yeah. So Jeff King is, uh, of course he's back to the league. He used to, used to be in the league a, a long time ago. Uh, and he's back with the Regina Bisons and doing a great job. Let's move now, on to Vancouver. Well, we'll come, we'll, we'll, oh, we'll, we will have to come back to his team after, and I'll explain okay. why. But when we get to that other team that we're that we're going to talk about, but keep going, and and I'll show you where he where it all ties in together here. Okay, <laughs> thank you. All right, so Vancouver Island, and of course uh, Matt Matt McKinnis this time. Uh, I don't know if and I I wanted to I meant to uh, I meant meant to DM Matt before we talked here. But I was wondering, I'm not, I don't know if he has a, um, what is it, proclivity? Is that, is that the right word? Is that, is that a word? Is that the right word? Uh, for the number 26, because he signed <laughs> three players yeah. to $26 million deals. Yep. He signed Jamie Ben, Max Patrick, and Stashney all to $26 million deals. So is it like, the uh is it like the answer to everything is 23 and this time now it's 26 uh is is that what we're talking here or is or... i know Sidney crosby's happy uh, from what i hear in, in vancouver island he's <laughs> making, got some players to play with this year making his nine million dollars <laughs> he's got some but you know what vancouver island yeah did and he just he put himself right in the contention for the cup like this team Max Pacioretty, I thought was the was the best player, and personally, I thought he was the best player in free agency this year. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I know he's out for a while in that other league. Uh, don't know what his re rate. I don't. I don't think Matt cares because so one, one got, and done. Yeah, one and done because yeah. he has some mm-hmm. others. I mean, if you're you're looking at some other um, guys that you can FP, no problem. Max Pacioretty, uh, his ratings are just fantastic. I mean, it's so similar. To Evander Keynes, except that Max Pacioretty is not going to be in the penalty box for a lot of the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he went huge on this, and and he looks good. That team looks really good. Well, and I think that's what he had to do in order to to to, to fill the roster out and make it make it that that competitive, right? When you got Sorokin and and Quick as your one and two goalies, um, that that's a pretty solid, ta- uh, you know. Uh, pairing to go into into the season with um very good yeah no i i thought and i highlight the same players and then it's just i think i think actually didn't he own jamie ben in in the he like, did. yeah so he's just bringing jamie ben back which is yeah uh you know not a bad move at all um yeah those are like again same same players you 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 basically you, you know filled your top six um with uh with Pacioretty, um and uh, and ben as, as as a possible you know top six guy so well that's just it lots of people filled uh spots in uh in the in their uh, fourth line bottom yep. pair um maybe even middle six he he filled in his top six 
Hey, I, I, any team is top six with those type of players in, in uh, Pat Reddy and Jamie Benn. Um, even Stashney could could yeah. feature in that top six, right? I mean, uh, some really, really great talent there. Head scratcher uh, for me was a three years for Turris. <laughs> but anyway. Well, you know what? Uh, it might have something to do because I with when I signed James Neal, um, I looked at it and I said, well, I'm signing him to a two-way deal. I don't want to pay him any kind of bonus. Yeah. I, he's not going to play next year, but if I sign him at four years, uh, I don't have to pay any kind of bonus. So I don't have to pay because you pay the bonus on <clears> what would have been the one-way type of the part of the deal, right? Yeah. So I, I don't want to pay an extra hundred thousand. I'm only paying a total of eighty thousand this year for uh, for um, James Neal. So I assume that's what that's what he did with uh, Turris, and that he did a long enough deal where he didn't have to pay any kind of uh, bonus. Yeah, maybe that makes sense, but. Um... But, and but that's no. just my guess. I haven't looked at the numbers <laughs> on him and what what category he fit in and if that's right or not. But uh, that's just my guess with that. Yeah, uh, and that's that's possible for sure. Um, and and he picked up uh, Zane McIntyre, goalie, um, on on a two way deal as well. Like nice. they took and and stay law or sorry, uh, Zane McIntyre. So you just, you're just taking a swing on a goalie, right? So uh, yeah. some for depth and. No, I think he did fantastic getting. Uh, and again, I, I and, and it's funny because when you say twenty six million, I'm like, yeah, I, I noticed a little bit of a trend here. <laughs> so <laughs> right, but then yeah. you add those three up, and he's he's got seven. What is it? Seventy? Yeah, seventy eight million <laughs> for three players. Yeah, for for three players, that's higher than than probably uh, five or six teams, and or maybe even more in the entire league. That's higher than their entire payroll. He's got it on three players. But yeah. he's going for it again. That's awesome. Uh, we saw this team at the top of the Canadian Conference, and actually, I think president, not president, stroke. What's the what's the trophy for the um for the most points uh, for the year in the entire oh, league? Oh shoot! I should. I I, I I guess I should know, but I shouldn't know. Oh, because I should I'm, know I'm, too, I'm, I'm probably never going to get it. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you were up there for a while too. You were definitely up for there for a while. When I entered the league, you were always up there. Uh, like actually as well but Vancouver Island was got, always there so I almost got uh, that it was he's back it was <laughs> right and that beat me up by one point I think <laughs> uh all right let's move on to the other Vancouver this time the city of Vancouver uh the Vancouver Vipers and Bryce uh now I I never I, I, I apologize Bryce if I butcher your last name I think it's Crittenden uh I I could be mistaken. I'll have to look on that. I apologize. But Bryce and the Vancouver Vipers, Jonathan Taves. He yeah. signed uh, Jonathan Taves for a one-year deal at $25 million. This year, um, that's that's okay. That's not, that's not the best of all the deals. However, next year, he can franchise Jonathan Taves. Uh, Jonathan Taves looking like he could have a really nice uh, re-rate next year. Um and be a franchise player for uh, for the Vancouver Vipers. He also picked up Jared Spurgeon uh, on a one year deal at twenty two point five. So he spent some money for for some players, but um, but some good players again, like Vancouver Island. He didn't. It didn't. He sure didn't shy on on some of the top players in this. Yeah. No, I think like I say, he's got a a playoff contender again. Um, mm-hmm. You know uh, how deep he is compared. I haven't. I haven't gone through all the Canadian conference teams, so I don't know where he kind of fits in that, 
in the in that group of of playoff type teams. But, yeah, so <laughs> like twelve that are. Uh, who knows who's who's making and who's not making? I, it's anybody's guess right now. I, I think you just kind of have to to go for it, grab some yeah. players, and see what you can do, right? So he's got Bob Brovsky as mm-hmm. his number one at seventy six rated, and, and he yep. picked up Aranta for me. So again, throw throw some darts and see what happens, right? So, uh, and I mean, if he is in the playoffs, Jonathan Taves is sure gonna is sure gonna help in the playoffs with that experience and leadership. Thank goodness that uh his experience and leadership got added back in there uh i know we talked to i talked about it with matt uh with matt birch on the um on the podcast right after the re-rates when we were talking about re-rates and uh jonathan taves had a 50 50 for leadership and experience <laughs> um that has been corrected uh i so good on i i'm sure i think mark was listening and uh mark got on got on the um uh, got on the ratings guys and made sure that uh taves was uh, properly, um, properly rated for those two uh, categories. Uh, Jarrett Spurgeon, uh, a good, good offensive defenseman to help uh, that back end. He's not going to hurt you defensively. Uh, so yeah, Bryce, you know, always, always a contender in the Canadian Conference. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's just a smart move. I mean, if you if you want to, if you got a team that that that's not going to be bottom, but uh, but that that you can you know squeak into the playoffs, you might as well do it. Um, yeah, and I absolutely. Think, and I think he's there right now. So yeah. given given the the players that are on his team, so you get in, anything can happen. That's it, right? Yep. Anything can happen once you get in the playoffs, and um, he's he's given himself a shot. That's for sure. Uh, Whitehorse, the Whitehorse Huskies, Don, uh, our good friend Don surprisingly did not throw to any $50 million contracts like he was talking about on Twitter, um, going, going on a couple of rants on Twitter about uh, the money thrown out in free agency. Don, for, like, surprisingly enough, did not throw big money in at uh, free agency this year. Well, I mean, look at his team. Does he really yeah. need to? Um, no. uh, in a lot he could of, have thrown some at, at a goalie. Like, the goalie prices were not insane. They weren't those $50 millions that he was talking about. But um, yeah, but he, I, he, he sticks to his guns there. He has a great, great, deep, deep team. He does not need to throw anything. You're right. At, yeah, you know, yeah. for his forwards and defense. Ideally, um, a, like a higher rated goalie, but a, again, yeah. the highest rated goalie there was 73. So, um, do you do you even try to get in on those things? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I th- I think if if he really wants to get a goalie later on in the season, he's got enough. Um, he's got a lot of like like great he's pieces got a in his system, in his system, yeah. and and picks to to go out and do that. So he didn't really need to go into free agency at all, and. Uh, but I think he's kind of an old school guy as well. That doesn't say that doesn't believe in you know spending fifteen twenty million on a player. So, um, but you know who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, he is at uh, small bar as he'll as he'll tell you. He's that small market uh, franchise. Uh, he has a couple goalies in the system that he could uh, throw in a in a trade um, towards getting a goalie. Um, I'm looking, he has one or two, uh, <laughs> he's but, definitely, uh, got, definitely got a lot in his, uh, in the system, uh, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And absolutely. I'm looking at all the 2022 draft. I remember, uh, I remember that draft. Oh my goodness. And, and Don, Don throw it like another goalie, another goalie, another goalie. Uh, he, he 
grabbed pretty much everybody there was there. Uh, I think I, I think got it's held. a bit of I a response to a, to a <laughs> comment I made on the podcast last year, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, Don, yeah, he will, he will, I know he will, well, I don't know well whether he'll get a second goalie to go with Gibson. He's got Bernier as a backup. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if he does. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't need anybody in free agency to for forwards or defense. Uh, that is one stacked team. Uh, one scary. I mean, that that's the scariest defense core. Uh, top four guys, top Pretty three good, guys eh? for sure in the league. Um, <laughs> Get rid of Quinn Hughes, um, uh, Don. You don't need. Yeah, that. yeah, he's not in your top three, uh, <laughs> Quinn Hughes. So you may as well just move on from right. Yeah. All right. All right, let's move on from uh, from the Canadian Conference and go to the World Conference. Now, of course, we're going. Um, of course, we talked about the Canadian Conference first. That's just a, that's just an automatic and natural. But now let's move to the America, the World Conference, and of course, the American Conference will start us off. And the first team we come to in the American Conference is Boston, the Boston Colonials. Yay. <laughs> Gary Graves, the Boston Colonials. Um, I liked I liked the Nick Foligno signing actually uh, there Gary the the two years at four point five million for Nick Foligno um, this year uh, not you know not helping too much this year but next year maybe maybe somebody's contending next year and Nick Foligno is having a decent year in that other league um, maybe he gets a nice re-rate on that oh, well he's four point five yeah. over per year for two years. He's an asset, right? And yeah. uh, and I and I had seen that he was kind of getting a, a little bit of a resurgent with with the uh, um, the bees and the other league there, and yeah. uh, so who knows? Uh, and you know, a, a sixty-six OV this year kind of at yeah. least fits in with the plan. <laughs> yeah, and uh, four point yeah. five, you can't go wrong, right? That's uh, that's not going to hurt. That's not going to hurt your team, that's for sure. Uh, a Dustin Brown on a swan song year. Uh, 7.5 and Hudobin on a one-year deal at 2.5. Hudobin, uh, you might get some takers on uh, Mr. Hudobin uh, looking for some depth in goaltending this year uh, later on. You never know. You never know. <laughs> that's really what that's really what it was about. Let's get to the floor somehow, throw it a bit of cash, and see if we can get some players in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, any, any other guys you want to talk about from, from free agency for, for the Boston Colonials? One guy I liked, um, that, that kind of, uh, stood out to me was, uh, Daniel Miromanov. Um, mm -hmm. he's a, uh, right a winger and a defenseman. Yeah. He's, uh, he's an offensive defenseman, obviously. And, <laughs> and maybe, maybe kind of, I, I wanted to say that the Jeremy Poirier mold. Yeah. But, um, that's exactly what I was thinking when you just mentioned that. Yeah. But, but he, uh. You know, it's it's throw a throw a dart at him, and and like I say, it's one of those things where you can throw a two million dollar contract at him and, and have him play on your your pro team for a year, and then you can you know eventually work your way down to qualify, get him into the minors, and if if he becomes something that that you know that becomes a, a fifth or sixth defenseman someday, beautiful. If not, you know you got a a GHA product for for a, a while, so um. I, I just heard some good things about him. I, I think he had some good camps and stuff. So, like, let's bring him in. Wasn't it Brent Burns that for the longest time they couldn't decide if he was a forward or a defenseman? 
<laughs> well, that's what I mean. Some of these offensive guys, they, they yeah. can't play. Although, uh, uh, I did have a conversation. I, I shouldn't be. I'm going off off track here with Brent Burns, but Brent Burns' defense uh, rating seems to be a little uh, a tad high compared to what, what he really uh, uh, should be. But uh, we'll, you know, uh, had conversations with people on that one. But anyway. <laughs> really? I see it. And I I disagree because I personally I think that Brent Burns uh, I mean just if you if you watch him play uh, in that other league he mm. like t- the number of times that people get by him or make his own entry on on his side of the ice it's extremely rare uh, when I'm watching and I I, th- I think that that is a huge sign. For uh, for defensive defensive awareness and not just awareness but um, defensive ability for a defenseman is how many times um, players can make a controlled zone entry on their side of the rink. Um, yeah. Isn't that so, where Corsi four comes into play, uh, like the the Corsi ratings? Yes, but uh, but that but that one that just one uh that just one stat is in in my opinion very important yeah. um i don't know what they're using for defensive ratings and i remember matt birch and i were having discussions about what it was and matt, matt seems to think there's a lot to do with shot blocking to give defensive <laughs> ratings in this and uh yeah. so if if you know oh, if he's uh he, he's blocking a lot of shots that'll help him in here too but but i just i just know from watching him uh, what I think about him, and I think he's really strong uh, in that in that regard. So, well, plus uh, minus, you know, I think each, is is a, is a terrible stat to 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 oh, go yeah. by, right? To, so, to use, yeah. yes, for okay. sure. To to use plus minus in, in, in that, yeah, absolutely, agreed. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, I, I'm a lot bigger on uh, Brent Burns than I guess uh, I don't know how many people out there, but uh, for his defensive play, actually. Uh, but I digress. Let's um, let's move on here to Chicago. Chicago signed uh, a player that I had in the system going into last year, and I made a massive gaffe in restricted free agency last year when I put him up or I, I qualified him instead of signing him at the age of 28. And so when uh... when uh, nobody when nobody <clears throat> bid on him in uh, free agency uh i got him at a one-year deal and that was i i was uh mistaken on that rule Big so mistake, i lost yeah. so anyways Tafoli ended up getting moved last year but uh a young for ufa a young tyler Tafoli uh was picked up by chicago the chicago yep. tigers of <laughs> course and uh and she um the uh world conference representative in the uh cup last year Signed two years for Tofoli at twenty twenty eight million dollars a year. Uh, yep. Tofoli playing on that top line on a on a team in Southern Alberta in that other league. Um, great goal scorer. Uh, we'll see. Right now that the line he's on isn't really producing, but that could be a really dangerous line as well. So could get a nice re-rate again. Um, I didn't see much else from Chicago in this of real significant guys how about you 
Um, I did. Uh, well, okay. I, I'm obviously I noticed he, he picked up Carl Hagelin, just a depth piece. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, Riley Sheehan, a depth piece. Obviously, he's just trying to to fill out, you know, that that kind of the bottom uh, of, of his lineup. Um, I did like the. Well, I kind of thought maybe Zach uh, Sachenko, um, the goalie that he uh, had signed, had started the the season in the A uh, well, but uh, now that uh, uh, Kochekov is up in in Carolina, I think he's been uh, been hammered a bit. So his his numbers are starting to to, to show maybe what he's what he really is. So maybe that signing isn't that great. But anyway, uh but uh, Foley obviously is the key there, right? And, yeah. and and that's a good move and and I think Sheet's got a good team. Um uh goaltending again probably is weak point, but uh, but you know Varlamov has a seventy four OB. So having to Foley at the at the you know the top six there um this year. Uh ratings are decent. Um and then who knows what what happens in the other league this year, right? Like you say, and uh, but there's some some definite pieces. I mean, he, he wants to get back in the I think in the playoff picture again this year. And I think, given the the the, the world conference is a little weaker now, that he should be able to get in. So yeah, yeah. oh absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, uh, if Toffoli and if if he's going to play Toffoli with Logan Couture, we know that the sim loves Logan Couture. Uh, (laughs) if he's going to play with Logan Couture and maybe Kevin Fiala, that could be a really good line. Uh, Josh Norris. Wow. That's a nice scoring rating over there. Uh, Anyways, I was just looking over this team. I'm liking this team a lot. Uh, But yeah, Toffoli will fit in really nicely in that top six in Chicago. He'll be back. He'll be back. But whether he makes the finals or not, that that remains to be seen. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I mean, he's got a nice defense core, especially led by Devin Taves there. So yeah. Uh, yeah. this is, yeah, this is a nice group that uh, that Sheetal has once again. Yeah. Okay, uh, do you want to talk about Jacksonville? Jacksonville and, of course, one of our newest GMs, one of our, exp- um, not expansion, but our dispersal draft GMs, uh, Dustin uh, of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Gators, not the Jaguars. Sorry, Jaguars. <laughs> Sorry, football. Just, yeah, it's it's just, a Sunday when we're recording this. Exactly. Uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit off uh, there, but yeah. So I counted uh, twenty-six signings, and that includes two, um, uh, two RFA. Sorry. <laughs> not yet. Not uh, yet. <laughs> uh, I think the 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 big the big names for me were obviously Zdeno Chara and um, and Duncan Keith. Yep. Th- threw a lot of coin at, and I don't know if they were both in the same grouping or not, but uh, he threw a lot of coin at the, at the two of them. Um, and the funny thing is, I, so I went to look at it, you know, to, to take a peek at his team to see what his D looked like, um, and notice, wait, now Keith isn't here anymore. Where is Keith? Uh, um, I'm looking at the same he, thing right now. He traded Keith to the Bisons. That's when I I, I come back to the to Jeff uh, Jeff's Bisons there. So uh, Jeff picked them up uh, okay. in, in, in a little deal, which I believe was here somewhere. Uh, Duncan Keith, Tanner Pearson went to the Bisons, and Nick Letty and uh, Prokhor Prokhor Paul Paltapov, who a, a prospect that I liked when. Uh, the the year he was drafted uh, went to the Gators, so the Gators maybe felt okay. I got two guys. I uh, wasn't expecting maybe to get two guys, and I traded one. I'm not sure what his his thought okay. process was, but uh, so that's right. kind of where Keith went. Um, 
But uh, so yeah, so Big Z seems like he's going to be uh, the guy in uh, in Jacksonville. No, not the Jaguars, but um, <laughs> on the Gators, yeah. That would have been a cool name too, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, Big Z is his top uh, D guy. A uh, one and done, obviously, because he's like 50 years old. No, he's 44. Um, but he's obviously done. But uh, he gets to maybe complete his is his career with Jacksonville. We'll see if he lasts the year. But um, uh, other than that, again, some depth guys like Andrew Ladd, Darren Helm, um, and uh, and I thought that the funniest signing was perhaps um, Andrew Al Hammond. Um, <laughs> is now a Gator. I mean, maybe he's trying to to use a, a bit of that uh, magic to see see if that helps him. But um, yeah. yeah, like he's like I say, twenty six guys all together. So um, and uh, and actually the 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 others the the only other thing to point out is 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 obviously Jacob Christensen from Nova Scotia where he um he outbid on on an RFA I guess there's a third rounder going back to to Nova Scotia on that so I, I'm not sure how good Jacob Christensen is I didn't look him up but he's 22 year old D man so yeah uh, I didn't notice that too yeah. I, I I hope uh, I hope he knows uh, a little something that that I don't we don't. <laughs> I don't I don't like giving Eric picks or, or or anything like that. So yeah. Yeah, yeah that's uh that's darn it, this thing. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Uh that is uh yeah. So okay, Duncan Keith and you know what? I was okay, he traded him because I was gonna say Duncan Keith uh was one of the most one of the more underrated um defenseman in this in free agency this year he was only rated as 72 i believe overall but man he has some nice ratings across the board for a defenseman um yeah. so was that his okay. di or something du or whatever that that brought him down i wonder uh didn't he miss a lot of last uh, year that? or something no durability is an 85 okay um yeah, he's got he's got 64 passing, 86 defense. He's got uh, experience and leadership, 93, 93, um, uh, 82, 71 for skating and strength. Um, he's good across the board. But you got Big Z with the 99 and 99. 99, for, 99 for his yeah. experience and leadership. You yeah. have to give him Charles. Right? I guess you don't need one of those guys, maybe. So yeah. yeah. So, anyways, yeah, okay. So he's moved on from Keith. Um, and he's, but he's got Chara. Okay, all right. So let's move on to that now. This is a team we, we you know we talked about uh, this team at um, at uh, at the summit, and there was something pretty special. Who is this that we're going to be talking about now? classic okay. <laughs> i think we're going, going to talk we i think going we're, too early <laughs> i think we're going to talk about the aces <laughs> we are going to talk about the aces absolutely so dustin nielsen of course the las vegas aces what a moment that was at uh, the summit when uh when dustin was coming up on screen we knew he was going to be coming up soon uh and of course uh we all got up there to uh to to um to have him there with us even if he yeah. couldn't be there with us. So that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the Aces. Um, Borowski. He signed Borowski at a three-year deal at 4.3. Really good defensive rating. You know what? 
you know what he doesn't have a really good rating on? Discipline. His discipline rating. I don't think he ever did. <laughs> his discipline rating is 32, I think. No, 35. <laughs> sorry. 35 discipline rating. So if Borowski was signed to play because his, his scoring and passing are in the 40s. So if he was signed, he's got a, like an 87 defensive rating. If he was signed to help him on the penalty kill, he's not going to help him on the penalty kill because he's going to be the one that's in the box. Exactly. And if he is on the penalty kill, if he doesn't have to happen to be on the ice before the penalty kill starts and he comes off for that penalty kill, they're going to be two men short really fast. So He's probably going to punch one, somebody out right away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I don't know the sim. I don't know if that discipline really, really does put somebody in the box a bit more um but it scares me uh i have to tell you like i i shy away from guys when i see their discipline rating uh down low so uh that one i wasn't uh, huge on but i was huge on mark pissick and yeah. two years at 5.5 and and he has some nice ratings for for a 5.5 million dollar defenseman um that was a great addition and he signed lots of guys to fill lots of spots that were needed yeah and he's looking fantastic again i don't know how he does it but he does it um <laughs> raffle one year at three million henry three years uh adam and henry three years at 18 million so he signed him for a bit more that's for sure but Henrik has some nice uh, nice ratings uh this team is a legit contender in the world conference again I agree. Um, and Grace obviously signed to be a backup to, to Allmark. So, I mean, his yes, goaltending yes. in my in my mind is set uh, for now. And his decor looks good too. So, like, he's, uh, again, like I say, knowing what's, what's out there in the World Conference, I think he's going to be okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Allmark, Grace, he had coming into the year, for rated goalies, he had Charlie Lindgren. That was yeah, it. Wow. That's all he had coming into this. Year. No, no, no. He had Vanacek. <clears throat> well. My apologies. He had Vanacek and Lindgren. Uh, he now has Allmark and Grace. Just, I, I don't know how he does it, but he does it. And, uh, yeah, he's looking good. He must um, he must do things at 2 a.m. or something like that because he's doing broadcasts, radio shows, pod, podcasts. And, he's a very busy man. And he's got about 60,000 fantasy football teams, I guess. And But he, he gets the job done again this year. And like, not to, okay, how are you going to do it next year? I don't know. <laughs> um, but I'm sure you'll find a way given that you're, I think, what's his pro payroll? Uh, it's only 111 million. That's not bad. That's not terrible. No, <laughs> I, he did that. Yeah, right. Not terrible. Like, um, no, it's not terrible at all. That's that's reasonable, especially because he will be in the play. This is a team that will be in the playoffs this year, um, yeah. and uh, and he'll make he'll make that money back. He'll be he'll be really close. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic job done <laughs> by the the Las Vegas Aces, of course, Dustin Nielsen, and one other thing he's doing. He just happens to be calling CFL games and uh, CFL playoff games, um, going around the country doing that as he as he goes. So, yeah, um, yeah, great job, Dustin. You're always always on it. All right, Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Fires. Norm, Norm. I didn't see Norm making uh, a splash in free agency this year. Yourself? Probably the most boring uh, GM out there. <laughs> no, kidding, Norm. Just kidding. Uh, he signed Brett Ritchie, um, okay. which which 
and and Connor McCarthy and Chris Terry. So again, guys that are just I would say GHA kind of guys. And how many years and, on the Richie deal? And uh, three years. Three years. Um, okay, that, that's a that's a good move because he's he's playing he's playing a consistent uh, consistent minutes in uh, in the other league. Yeah, that's um, the only player I could really highlight out of that group, <laughs> and I, and like it's not a an overly exciting group. So, um, mm-hmm. but again, like I say, sometimes all you need is just something for your GHA team, and and uh, and like I say, Norm is Norm is Norm, and he'll make moves when he wants to, and. Uh, I, I actually never even looked at his roster this year. Um, might as well do that now while, while I think, we're talking. I think, I think he's still <laughs> in. Um, no, he's got. Wow, what a top six he's got there. Uh, looks like he could have filled it out a bit more. Like between that. Okay, his fifth guy and and next guy. Although I guess Cousins could enter. Yeah, yeah he's got he's got a really nice looking top. Top five. Could have spent some money on D. <laughs> couple decent defensemen. Yeah. Uh, and then, whoa, it falls off the five, six mark. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I've not seen any goalies <laughs> that could contend. So, uh, rebuild here. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why he didn't spend money. And, and yeah. maybe it's kind of a. Yeah. And like um, what we said about, we mentioned with Ottawa. And he's so, at the floor. So uh, he's you don't good. need to. Yeah. He's at the floor. So he's good there. So, yeah. Perfect. Trade stamp goes uh, now, so it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, Norm knows what he's doing. We've seen Philly Philly up there so many times. Norm knows what he's doing there. Uh, and looking forward to those, uh, looking forward to those uh, the EA Sports videos again. Or even uh, what an amazing job he does videos. with those. <laughs> and, and, and of course his videos. His I, I, oh, yeah, I, I love it when he does those. Uh, so yeah. So I fully expect a rant video about your free agent, uh, <laughs> free agency experience. Okay. By, yeah. by tomorrow. That, be, that will be interesting if he does that for sure. Let's <laughs> move on to JD in Portland. Um, uh, well, I see lots of pictures of JD. Of course, they're never posted by JD. <laughs> um, on Twitter, JD is a superstar on Twitter. Uh, and he's not even posting about himself, so that that's pretty cool. But uh, what do you what do you think of Portland's um, the Portland Buckaroos and their and their uh, free agency this year? Well, he made two moves, which I thought were good. Uh, and Mikkel Mikael 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 Backlund and uh, former Boston Colonial and uh, Michael Delzato, I think, which is also a former Boston Colonial, although. Uh, I think Michael Delzato isn't uh, isn't too much in the other league anymore. But uh, let's go look at his defensive rating because I'm curious now as to why he uh, actually went after those two guys. Um, well, I had them both circled, so Back- I, Backlund, I, I, they were I, great deals. Whatever he Sim did, Sim loves Backlund. I think, um, and I think last year Backlund was like a almost like a superstar with Nova Scotia, if I'm not mistaken, especially in the playoffs at least. Um, and uh, Del Delzato, I mean, he's got a 76 DF rating and a 68 passing, so that's not bad at all. 68 um, passing. There we go. Yeah, yeah. maybe I mixed up Delzato and somebody, another defenseman I was talking about earlier, DeKaiser. Maybe I mix those up because I was mentioning that 68 passing with us at like a 70. Uh, I don't know if Kaiser actually has that. I might. So 
I might need to review that. But yeah, Delzado, that's what I noticed as well. But he filled uh, two so holes, right? Deal at seven million. Yeah, he filled two holes, and that's all he needed to do. I don't know what his yeah. goaltending like, but in the world, as long as you oh my goodness, he's going to be uh, a stud in the world oh, with uh, with uh, Demko and and Smith and Carter Hart. Caught yeah. a hot time to trade, maybe caught a hot to Boston. I don't know. uh yeah carter hart looking good for next year that's for sure uh but he already but this year he has great goaltending as like you said in demko and smith uh yeah backland let's take a look at uh like at his uh ratings here but i remember backland looking like a very well-rounded player scoring low low. good good passing he's he's got Um, 90 for face off so he's a great center um yeah um 83 defense 76 passing so that's pretty good maybe a bit high on the contract for that one but uh but a good all-round player yeah no i think uh the sim seems to like dustin brown he seems to like uh backland it it seems to like to to like a few of those kind of guys logan couture yeah couture (laughs) loves logan couture there you go (laughs) so um so maybe that's why jd picked up backland i don't know but, um, yeah, he's got a um, team. but yeah, I thought a, I thought a well done free agency from uh, JD. Didn't need to I, make. I mean, it we have to remember here, like two guys, any team picking up two guys in free agency. That's when we were talking thirty teams in the league. Yeah. Uh, there weren't sixty players worth picking up in free agency this year, right? No. Uh, so if you picked up two guys, you're doing much better than the average, especially two guys that you'd consider on a reasonable deal. So yeah. in in free agency, that is. And, and, uh, and those weren't those weren't really bad deals. Like no, they weren't bad deals. Some other years that might have been yeah. fifteen. In fact, Delzato's an excellent deal in my opinion. <laughs> so for a one and done type deal, like yeah. that's great. You know, for sure. So, uh, okay, let's move on to Seattle. Seattle Grunge. There's a team that is really pushing um, for a for for a long playoff run uh, in the World Conference. Not that that's too hard. No, um, <laughs> no, they are. They are really looking like a good team this year. They they uh, picked up a couple guys. I these were ones that I wasn't as big on for how much they were paying them. Uh, if you talk, if you told me last year that Goligoski a uh, one year at fifteen million, I thought that would have been a great deal. This year, uh, Goligoski did not retain his ninety nine defensive rating. Um, he's down to a 77. Although he, no, there we go. So Goligoski has a 68. So Goligoski is very similar in his rating, almost identical in his ratings to uh, Delzato, but he's signed for eight million more this year. Um, so, so that's well, what it is with Delzato and what a good deal that one was. Uh, Brody, two years at 21 million. Um, that one, he, like. Brody's a good defenseman. He was one of the better defensemen in this um, uh, in this free agency. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if he can live up to that. But let's—I mean, the Seattle team—they're good. I think Seattle's trying to trade one of the two, though, because I, I don't think he was thinking he would get both. Um, okay. Yeah. And because uh, I noticed uh, that Goligoski was on the block, so we'll see. Um, so anybody that they're looking for a defenseman, um, I hear he's on the block. So okay, and he's not at that same price because he's he's already paid a lot of that. Um, yeah. It, bonus. With the, uh, signing bonus. Yeah. Right. So, 
So he's not quite as expensive as he was when he signed him. So, uh, <clears throat> all right. Um, anybody else you noticed in Seattle? Uh, yeah, the same players I highlighted were basically Brody and Goligoski, um, and a few other depth players that he signed, uh, obviously for GHA purposes or, or, um, you know, or even Hanley, I guess, um, again, all depth guys. So, um, I, I think he's been very busy via other means trades, especially to, to, to build that team and, He's looking pretty good in in in, in terms of a, a playoff contender in in the world. So I was surprised Jake Odinger didn't get a better rating, but I mean, still seventy seven, which is pretty good. So yeah, and he, I mean, he didn't. Uh, it was his first year of getting a lot of work. Yeah, um, and we know we know how that goes for for guys. I mean, it just <clears> yeah. or they the ratings look back two years. Yeah. Um, so. I think next year Ottinger is going to be off the charts. Um, that's going to that Seattle team. It looks looks really scary, actually. He has uh, a great team. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the St. Louis Spartans and Sean and Sean and the St. Louis Spartans here. Now this was a team that last year I was thinking what how we were talking about Nova Scotia this year and that he was losing a lot of free agents. But guess what? He got a lot of them back. He got a lot of free agents back. Um, what did you think of St. Louis's uh, free agency this year? Well, he I think he made 13 signings altogether. Um, threw out a lot of cash, obviously, um, and then didn't stop there. He didn't sign the one-year deals. He signed them to two- or, or three-year deals, or in some cases, four. Um uh, again, I think he just went out and added a lot of big pieces. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Shattenkirk... Uh, Oshi um Zaitsev was a bit of a head scratcher given that well I mean that not a head scratcher in in terms of the ratings like that he's currently at great ratings but in the other league mm, I would I would say questionable <laughs> that you'd ever give him 50 million a year um Kessel uh two year deal at 18 million Cam Atkinson 25 million like I said he threw out a lot of cash Martin Jones is a guy that, that he picked up with a 68 rating. I always found, I, I mean, I had Martin Jones on my team for a number of years, and I said, man, this guy never gets above 68 or 66. I'm like, but this year, who knows? Like he, he He's seems trending to, better this year. That's he sure. seems to be trending a little better for sure in the other league. So um, basically, Sean went out and made just like, he seems to always be a good team, like a, a playoff type team. And, and again, like when you add those pieces, you're back in the playoff picture, right? Um, his goaltending situation, he's got, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury as his number one. Now he's got Jones as his backup mm-hmm. with uh, Carter Hutton as a, as kind of a depth guy. But I think basically he just built himself, um, you know, a contender again um, by adding those pieces. And, and again, a lot of money. I don't know right. what is, what was his uh, his uh, payroll at 142, 142, uh, close to 143. Close, yeah, close to 143. So, buddy, I mean, like I say, again, the the idea is get in the playoffs. Yeah, go on a bit of a run. He's got about yeah. 16 million current funds, so I think he's in okay shape. Um, and again, in in our, in the the world, I think he's got a great team. So, a very good contending team. Absolutely. Um. Okay, so I mentioned Patretti as the as my favorite player in free agency this year. Mm-hmm. 
Sean picked up my favorite defenseman in free agency this year for for uh, actually the top two. He picked up my favorite two defensemen in free agency this year in Shatkirk and Zaitsev. Both those guys I had mark, earmarked, and he got them on good deals, in my opinion, for the for the SICHL free agency. Both yeah. at two-year deals at $15 million a year. When you're talking about a lot of the top-end guys getting 26 to yeah. to $35 million. And he picked up the like I had said for me the best best two uh, defensemen in free agency uh, at fifteen million dollars a year each. He also Z- picked up ninety four. <laughs> so Zaitsev he has a ninety three uh, defensive rating, six higher than the next best UFA uh, yeah. for defensive ratings. Just incredible. Uh, yeah. so, so that's why I thought wow because I was yeah. going after Zaitsev as well. I I saw that defensive rating. I'm like okay. I, I would like yeah. to have this extra on my team if I could. I, I yeah. couldn't afford to go that high with him for yeah. sure. But I, you know, I he was one of the higher ones that I went after. Um, Bertuzzo, two years at five million a year, and Bertuzzo, I think his defensive ratings in the eighty in the 80, 80, 85. 85, There we go. Uh, yeah. And I know he's playing uh, playing a regular role in the other league again. So uh, and he's a defensive uh, defenseman. So. Yeah. Um, Jones, like you said, Jones uh, having a really nice year so far this year. Um, that's he's got him on a two-year deal at seven point five a year. So once again, he might have he he might have a, a even better goaltender next year at seven point five. That's reasonable when we're talking goaltenders. Uh, so you know he threw a lot of money out but out there. Uh, but wow, he, here's a, he, that was a he's a player that, though. He's a player. <laughs> oh, he, he knows what he's doing, right? And Sean always is a contender. Every year, this team is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, the St. Louis Spartans. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he threw out a lot of money, but he got a lot of guys because he was one of those ones last year that I, the way I'm looking at Eric's team this year and that they were going to lose like half their roster uh, to free agency and he's got a good team again right yeah. so uh it'll be tougher next year with the new free agency rules um for teams that are that much over to to do anything uh but he's got a lot of two-year deals uh, i mean yeah. i sean looks at this from all angles in my opinion and yeah. and he's gonna have a number of those guys back for next year he's not gonna he's not even though he won't be able to do a lot in free agency next year he may not have to with uh, with all the guys he has signed for multi-year deals here, yeah, and and the guys that that he signed for two years, like Oshie and and Kessel and those guys, um, by the time they become UFAs in twenty four, twenty five, those yeah. aren't kind of the guys you're going to sign anyway. You're going to yeah. either re up Kopitar or somebody else, right? So um, exactly. But uh, I think he's in, in in good shape in terms of his is is the you know pending UFAs in in future years. So yeah masterful job done by sean once again absolutely playoff okay, playoff bound for sure yeah, <laughs> let's move on to europe the european league uh division sorry and we'll start off with the Berno barons bob bob of the Berno barons um uh, who did who jumped off the page at you for bob's signings this offseason so there were six signings um Nobody that was overwhelming. Uh, looks like, you know, some darts at younger players. Um, 
I think Garnet uh, Hathaway was probably yeah. the only one that jumped. Well, it was the only one that jumped out at, mm-hmm. at 4.8 million and a 69 rating. He's 30 years old. Um, in terms of his um, stats in the other league right now, I did pump them all in um, to elite prospects to make my job easier uh, and to see what this kind of guy was all about. Um, I don't. Th- I think. I think just it's just a one and done type deal, if I'm not mistaken, with this guy. Um, yeah, he's got a two year deal on him at four point eight a year for two years. I mean, I mean, he's he's you know he's in the other league. He's played sixteen games, so he's he's a bottom six guy really. Um, and and that's kind of the price you pay for a bottom yep. six guy. Yeah, reasonable so, price. Um, I don't know what his overall team looks like because I didn't get a chance to look at it. Although I'm going there now. Uh, and maybe that's all he needed. I don't know. <laughs> and you know what? Hathaway actually has some sneaky good ratings for for a 69 overall rated player. So 63 passing, 71 scoring, 79 defense. So a good um, bottom bottom six role. Bottom really. six, like I'd say, I'd say a perfect third role, third line role, like third line player, right? He can yep. still 71 scoring. He's still still gonna pot some, uh, and he's got a great defensive rating at 79. He's gonna play on his PK. Um, four point four point two no four point six a year sorry four point eight a year uh, works out to four point two six now after the sign bonus. Um, nice job, nice job. Here, and here's, here's a team too that that can can sneak into the playoffs, especially with Soros, with Soros as their goaltender. Like yeah. I think that's the the kind of guy you have to add is is the you know your bottom six role guys and. Yeah. Uh, as long as you got your top six set, and I think he kind of does with the, with the players that are on here, and a lot of younger guys in Middlestat and Mercer and those guys, so I think he'll be okay. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, let's uh, move on to Dublin, and of course Ryan and the Dublin Shamrocks. Uh, I have one guy that uh, like Dublin did not make a big splash at free agency this year, which is different. This is a different uh, strategy. Never know what Ryan's going to do. Uh, and Ryan, I think he's just kind of in a. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna hold off for a bit and build up my the war chest a bit. And and uh, and but he signed a 24 year old Blake Lazat. Blake Lazat playing a regular role um, in that other league. And nice nice deal at one year at six. So I mean he can. He can uh, qualify him next year at 4.8, yep. and and yeah, nicely done by uh, Ryan. Really nice signing there. I really like that Lazat signing yourself. Yep. And and he's got Brendan Smith too, another guy that's uh, on his team is is you know uh, a guy that's going to play in his pro team most likely. Um, yep. A guy that I I really think is probably going to be a, a decent signing now that I think about it is the other Matt Murray. Um, I took a look at his stats in the A, um, mm-hmm. and he is actually doing quite well, if I'm not mistaken, um, with uh, in the HL and with Texas. Um, the Dallas he's quite young, team. isn't he? Yeah, he's got a two uh, two uh, goals against average with a 9.26 A percentage. So oh, he's nice. uh, he's playing well. And and again, sometimes if you throw those darts at those young goalies, and What's who knows, uh, he is only. Um, 24. Okay, so 23 in our league. He's six foot one. Um, and again, 
I thought Adam Shield was kind of the next guy in 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 um, for Dallas, but he's in the ECHL and and this Matt Murray is uh, is in the uh, A, so and and doing quite well. Right on. Yeah. So good, good job, Brian. I, I, th- I think I think awesome. that was I think that was a good uh, a good pick. So and and you know what? So much of free agency are those are those guys. It's not just the the seventy fives, the seventy two rated guys, and who can like throw the most money at it. But it's finding the finding like good deals on players that you can actually have for a long time. And Blake Lazat, um, Matt Murray, uh, or sorry, the other Matt Murray, <laughs> um, you know, stuff like that. So way to go, Ryan. And that's uh, those are two gems right there that you, that you unearthed. So uh, great. Let's move on now to Hamburg and Henry, the Hamburg Gla- uh, Hamburg Gladiators. Um, Hamburg's one of my teams that I didn't see make much of a splash uh, in free agency this year. How about yourself? I don't think he signed anybody, according yeah, right. to my spreadsheet. So, yeah. uh, which kind of makes sense in a way that, mm. I mean, he's 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 still rebuilding. And uh, and why go after players when you don't need to, I guess, right? Um, yeah. uh, I think uh, in terms of his floor, uh, he's probably at it. He's at it, actually. So... He didn't really need to add any assets. He's got some great young pieces in Lucas Raymond and uh, Martin Neckas. Ne- 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 I can't even say his name. Never could. Um, but uh, and Matty Beneers. Like so, he's he doesn't Rasmus need. To, yeah, he doesn't need to go after anybody right now. Keep building. Um, even Charlie McAvoy at twenty four, he's not trading him. Yeah. And no, Mark wants him, but Byram, you know, Bo and Byram. So he doesn't need to go after anybody, right? So I think it's, it's stay the course, um, see where he f- falls in terms of you know the next year's draft, and 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 go from there. At some point, he will probably have to dip in the free agency, but he's not there yet. Um, yeah. But he's, he's getting he's getting there ever so closely every year with the players he has on his roster. Some players that are going to have some really, really, really nice rebates going into next year. Um, just that is going to be one scary team in the future. Uh, all right, let's move on from Henry and the Hamburg Gladiators to Havana. Talking about a scary team, uh, this is this team is my early early pick for the uh, for the Cup champions this year. Um, this is an incredible team. <laughs> <laughs> One incredible team, uh, Jeff, of course, and the uh, Havana Revolution. Um, uh, again, didn't make much of a splash. We were Jeff and I talked uh, on the podcast when we talked about free agency before free agency about we talked about the other player, the other person's team not really needing needing to do anything in, much in free agency. And yeah, Jeff uh, stood by that and uh, really didn't do much. He didn't need to. His team is extremely deep and uh, and extremely talented, high end, high, high, high end talent. Yeah. You're talking like what three players that ratings eighty or higher. He's got or how many are there in the entire league? Five. <laughs> I, and he's got I, three of them. I hate him for that. I want to be there someday, though. <laughs> <laughs> I need to. I need to get Bernard. Bernard Wait a minute. Or, isn't or this your? Time. Isn't this your um, your rivalry team? Uh, someday it will be, I'm sure. I think it was at one point, maybe, but it was, uh, of I, course. I, when you were when you were a great team there, absolutely, the big, nice, big rivalry. Haven't seen it in the last couple, but uh, but I'm sure we will see it again, and actually pretty soon. Uh, but in the meantime, Havana, 
did not do did not do much in free agency. Did you notice uh, anything of significance for Havana I, in free agency this year? When I saw him sign Alex Daylock, of course, I, I always check to see kind of what, what they're doing in the other yep. league. And uh, he's playing with the Blackhawks, and he's got yep. a 2.93 goals against average with a 914 save percentage, nice. which which is you know a pretty good uh, a pretty good pickup at two point four million, uh, and and I'm not sure if there's a signing. And he's smart take, to sign for two and years. Two, and he signed over two years. Uh, yeah, so, so my guess is he he's not going to play a game this year as he has a 47 overall rating. No, <laughs> and he has to be kept on the big roster. Right? But, the big but he does, but but he doesn't have to worry about it, right? Like, but he doesn't have to play. Oh. And and just keep yeah. him there for sure, or yeah. or like I say, maybe somebody says, "Hey Jeff, like I need this guy for next year," and yeah. throws a, a late pick or something at him or whatever. Who knows? But and then another guy I like is Cole Snyder. He was on my team before, and uh, he's just a, a a good GHA kind of guy, um, right? And uh, although he only signed it for one year, but again, like I say, it's more of a GHA kind of signing, right? So, but yeah, he doesn't need to do more much, and I know Jeff won't spend. A ton of cash on anybody so and no. and, and that makes sense <laughs> and he doesn't have to he doesn't, he doesn't have, have to. to and then alex stalock alex stalock so uh stalock sorry 2.4 a year for two years that's a total of 4.8 million that's i mean next year you're talking just you signed him for four 4.8 for next year you forget about this year Right. Yeah, that's that's not, he didn't cost you anything for this year. He's costing you four point eight for next year. You're taking a chance that he that he continues that role that he's on. Um, but it's worth it. Very worth it. Like if you can get at four point eight million a goalie uh that is going to be, you know, rated anywhere in the seventies, uh, you are you are loving it. So yeah. so good on Jeff. Of course. I mean, you wouldn't expect anything less uh, from a great GM like Jeff, but all right. Pay, let's, pay uh, attention to details, right? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's move on to London, the London Monarchs and Michael, Michael Oram. Wow. So, I mean, we saw at, um, we <laughs> saw at uh, the summit that Michael is not afraid to move some cash to, to bring in some high, uh, some high end players there. Um, but then he continued in free agency, of course, we wouldn't expect anything less. Blake Wheeler, I think, was the highest paid AAV of any player this year. Is that am I right in in that? At yes, million? that is correct. Okay, um, so Michael wins the, one, one year the, deal, the title of, of most money spent on a player. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, really good player. Although you know, Blake yeah. Wheeler, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he spent a lot on him. Uh, spent, you know, like, but, but hey, I mean, it, is that going to be his FP? Um, just looking over. Uh, no, he's got a Vetchkin still, and the Vetchkins. This is last year on his deal, so it's really a one. A and lot on Blake Wheeler. Uh, he won't be FP in him. Um. I mean, I'm not going to say he won't because who knows what happens between now and the end of the season and stuff. But uh, my guess is uh, is that Ovi, of course, is going to be his FP again next year. But in the meantime, he's got Blake Wheeler to play with him if he wants. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, it's, a, it's a good signing. Um, you know, he had he had three he had three players in Ovechkin, Aho, and Duchesne with scoring in the 90s. 
So why not grab a guy with an, with 88 passing to be his top passer on his on his team? He is the he is the best passer rating on his entire team. You know he's going to be playing with Ovi. He's, he can play right wing. Um, that's a that's a nice fit. So yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also signed Holtby at one year at 15 million, and Holtby was the other 73. So he got him for two million less than um, than um, Elliot. It's his uh, number one. Though. That's one his number year, one. one and done, right? Yeah, for yeah. Holtby, for him. That's uh, his number one but, goalie, though. <laughs> is that his number one goalie? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. he needed that. He needed that for sure. Yeah, not for that sure. like two million. It's not a big difference. There's fifteen million to seventeen million. We're not talking like a lot of money here, but uh, but yeah, he picked up Braden Holtby, and so now he has two goalies at seventy or higher. So that's you know that's reasonable because we know that we know that goalies get injured in the SICHL in yep. the year. So he's got two guys. Uh, good for him. He's got Holtby and Allen, and then he's got Bennington as well. So. It's, now it's, it's funny uh, we'll because see what happens he, at um uh, i mean maybe there's a deal done already i have a i have a gut feeling if there's not a deal done already he's losing one of those three in um yeah uh in uh at, at the waivers, waivers yeah. but in waivers are well he's away they're a week away we'll see um yeah, anyways um and the funny thing is it's like i think last year he was like super quiet the whole year and then it's like all of a sudden before the uh, the summit, like it's, it's almost like you awoke up a sleeping <laughs> giant. It was like, boom, right. I'm, I'm throwing cash around now. I'm going to go yeah. after this guy. And and he uh, he made the big splash in free agency for the players he needed to. Because, I mean, if you look at his forwards and defense, he, he has to have a goalie to work with that group. Like, that's a great group. That is a great group. Yeah. So. Uh, that's a contender. It's a contender yeah. in the world for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on from London, let's look to Reykjavik. Now, Reykjavik had two signings of significance, in my opinion. How about for yourself? Uh, Orlov, for sure. Yeah. Uh, at, at 17.5. I mean, I think that you know, you're looking at a top four um, yeah. defenseman. Um, and I don't know if he did that to get to the floor, if that was just a, I want to get this guy. Um, uh, and I thought um, after that, it was... I. I uh, Andrews Lee, obviously uh, a good signing, a depth mm-hmm. signing uh, at 18 million. So he did throw around uh, some cash, but if, if memory recalls, and again, I haven't gone to his team yet, he's got a good team and, um, uh, he just, he just needs to add pieces here and there, but, um, he needs a goalie. but I think, yeah, it was his goalie situation <clears throat> he, that wasn't he good. Signed, yeah. He signed Dell, which he signed Dell on eight, four, and that's his number one goalie at a 64. Yeah, I think that's his biggest need um, because. But I think I think he's retooling. You know, but, I mean, he's but got, I, like I think so. and still playing the minors. Yeah, I think so, and and I think that's kind of maybe where he's at. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's got you know he's still got good pieces on that team. Yeah. Um. So we'll I, see where we'll see yeah. where uh, he goes with that. For sure. Um. Orlov. Yeah. Orlov. Uh, a nice pickup there. Um passing and scoring both in the 60s and still a 79 defense. So, like, really, really well-rounded defenseman there and Dmitry Orlov. Um, um, yeah, and then Dell. I mean, he de- needed something else back there. Um, we'll see if he makes a move. You never know. Maybe if, to gra- if he, Like, there's a team. You add a 70-some-odd goalie on it, and here's a team that competes in the, uh, in the world, right? Uh, he's got 
He's got incredible talent up front still uh, with Kaprizov, Point, Forsberg. Um, what, what an incredible top line. Um, so, you know, he, uh, like you said, Anders Lee, uh, a nice, uh, nice extra piece there up front. He could, you know, rounds out his top six. So, uh, we'll see. And, we'll see where Sylvain goes with this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's got so much in the way of um, in the way of assets for for prospects, and you know, you know, they're good prospects when it comes to Sylvain. Sylvain knows his stuff when when we're talking prospects. So, um, yeah, we shall see what happens with Reykjavik. But a uh, couple signings there. Um, big question mark is that goaltending position. And yeah. he he really did not address that. He got Dell in free agency, but did not address that in free agency. Yeah, for sure. We'll see where he goes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Stockton, Stockton, Stockholm. Sorry, Stockholm. Uh, uh, the Cougars. What did you think of the Cougars um, free agency? Uh, I think we had five deals all together. Um, again, it looks like he he picked up some. Well, obviously, not not necessarily depth guys, but uh, getting. Lars Eller, uh, you know, Cal Clutterbuck. Mm-hmm. I think those are yep. probably two more of your, and again, I haven't looked at his roster, whether they're bottom guys on his squad or not. Um, I think that's, uh, and uh, I think was, that was really the big guys for me um, that he picked up. Um, let's go take a look at his team. So this is a team that's not really, Tom, I think he's, he knows he's not contending this year. Uh, but Eller could be a really nice addition to a team going into the playoffs, and yeah. uh, um, and he's in a nice position to to move him if he needs to. Um, yeah, that, those look like the, the kind of signings, on, right? it, it's, you know. Yeah, yeah, those uh, look like the kind of signings you would play 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 that card for sure. Obviously, he, he needed uh, to get up there in the payroll, anyways. Yeah, um, his payroll still below the mark it's at a total of 45 including his farm okay um so i mean he can even add uh salary if he wants um and and it won't it won't affect him at all he could add five million salary and it won't affect him one bit so um stockholm in a nice position to to rebuild and he's got some amazing pieces coming um yeah this is a team that uh, that is looking to the future, right? Yeah, and then again, like I say, maybe maybe that was the 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 method behind the madness and signing mm-hmm. those two guys right to, to yeah. trade him. So, uh, you know, he's got he's going to be, I think, for a while at least, uh, you know, rebuilding. And this is another year where he's going to get a, a good draft pick. So, I would think in, in a year that you want a, a good draft, a good well, spot exactly, in the draft, exactly. and he's going to have one, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Good on good on Tom. Well, yeah. that brings us to the end of it. That's it now. <laughs> wow, that was a that was a long one. This it is a, a super <laughs> long one, but but boy, we sure went through everybody. Uh, and if if I missed anything on any teams, I apologize to the GMs out there. But Gary, always always a pleasure having you on the show. I really appreciate you coming on and all of your insight. And uh, and I have to say, best of luck. Uh, going into waivers next week, of course, in the preseason <laughs> and, of course, into the regular season. Yeah, you know, good luck to your team and, and for all the teams that, that made splashes in free agency. I mean, hopefully, you got, you know, you got the guys that you want and, uh, 
and good luck to every team this year. I'm excited for the, the puck to drop, uh, I think, tomorrow night in preseason. So uh, good luck, everybody. And uh, and uh, may you, you know, you keep trading and and uh, making your teams better. So uh, look forward to seeing who comes out at the uh, at the very last uh, uh, last day and, and, and who takes home the, the cup. Uh, hopefully not Eric. Um, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, everybody's got. I mean, it it would be it would be an incredible feat for Eric to come around and win his fourth straight. But I I think the entire league is is gunning for for that um for yeah. that cup, of course. Um, but also to to stop that, right? To to be the team that that takes down Eric. Can they can they do it? Um, hasn't been done in a long time. Um, yes, before you we can. go, before we go, um, did you? Do you have a maybe a winner from uh, free agency this year? There, oh. Is there a team that you thought was just like, man, I love, love, love what they did at free agency? Oh, I never really put much thought in that uh, in that, to be honest. Um, I think a few teams obviously did uh, did the job to. I, I well, I think Matt and the Mustangs, of course, yeah, made, made a lot of key acquisitions. Whether they can keep them all, whether they're going to trade a few, I don't know, but. Obviously, he positioned himself well. I think the Norsemen, uh, another team, obviously that that put themselves in a in a good position to 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 compete uh, in in the in a tough Canadian conference. Percent, um, yeah. Um, those are two teams. Right on again. Uh, I think Sean and the Spartans. Yeah. Um, I have to say those are probably the three teams I would say uh, did. The job they needed to do, and the Vipers adding, you know, Taze and Spurgeon obviously helped as well. But I would say the other three teams I mentioned first there, yeah. uh, Spartans, Mustangs, and um, and Norsemen did uh, phenomenal jobs in positioning themselves. And and we'll see where where, where if Wheeler helps Mike uh, Michael uh, at all, or but <laughs> and Holpe, but yeah, yeah absolutely. I uh, I have to agree with you there. My my team would have been the St. Louis Spartans for sure. Uh, just on on some of the deals that they got, if we yeah. can call these deals when they're talking like <laughs> over ten million a year. But uh, but yeah. So like I said, those two defensemen just jumped off the page at me in uh, Zaitsev and Shattenkirk. Uh, yeah. Bertuzzo really rounds that out, and uh, and Martin Jones in net uh, for a couple of years now, and help he'll help this year. Um, but he'll be, uh, he might be a, a bigger piece even for him next year. So, uh, 100%. way to go to everybody at free agency this year, no matter, no matter if you made a splash or not, whatever strategy you went with, um, you know, we all have our, we all have our different, different ways to, to play and, and, and who, like, who am I to say, uh, which way, um, might be better than another, but, uh, but anyways, yeah. If if my opinion is anything, I'd say St. Louis. Well, well done. Yeah. Um, like I said, Gary, thanks very much, and I'm looking forward to talking to you soon. Thank you, Ian, and uh, take care and good night, everybody. <laughs> good night.